Right. So, um, milk in a wine glass questionnaire. So it's based on Marcel Proust, who took that questionnaire uh, in writing at three stages of his life. Mm -hmm. But Bernard Pivot added that in his uh, apostrophe show at the end, and James Lipton, James Lipton, obviously, in the uh, inside the actor's studio. Mm -hmm. So, for our lovely guests, what is your favorite word? Would you like to go first? No. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I have loads because I, I do quite like the English language. Um, pumpernickel is a fantastic word because it's just lovely to wrap your like vowel sounds around. It's difficult because I, I understand that you want a definitive answer, but it's very difficult for me to say one. <laughs> I think, yeah, like pumpernickel is a fantastic word. It's great. And nobody ever, like, verdimillion as well is a fantastic word because everybody expects it to be gr like green, I think. But it's not, and I don't understand why. Like, like I don't understand why. But like everybody I've said, like, what colours vermilion? Say, oh, it's green. Says, no, it's not. It's red. Like, I quite like them words, but I don't really know. What about you? I like Scottishy slang words because yeah. they remind me of my dad. Because and yeah, so um, one of my favourites is fusty or fushti, depending on how you pronounce it. Which is like if something's growing or mouldy or kind of gross. Like one words like that that like describe what something is better than an English word. Rocket. Yeah. Oh, you absolute rocket. You wee weapon. Like, oh, like, and I'm loving learning Glasgow slang because oh. some of it is interesting. Uh, however, okay, no, I, I would absolute, like to change my answer, sir. Absolute I'd like to, unit. I'd like to submit the word of wit because wit is the best word in the any language ever because it means a billion different mm -hmm. things depending on the inflection, the context, like e everything you can think of. Okay. It means... And I, I love that. It's such that, a universally accepted word. Or how Glaswegians use the word how, meaning why. Oh, I like, love but th that. that. But that comes from how come, because they said it a lot in Oban as well. But but they, like, but how but is, hey. is such a, like, a, a common phrase in my ear. Adam but, does like, that. Yeah, like, I think I think it's more, maybe more, more rural influences. I don't know, mm, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I think it's more rural influences, because it's definitely, especially on the West Coast, like Oban... Area. Yeah, okay, fair. Like everything was quite rounded out, so it's like how mm, now brown cow. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. but how was the common question? But I think it just comes from how come. Fair, yeah. I think any word that is used colloquially that isn't its original meaning, yeah, I think that I find beautiful. that very satisfying. Yeah, definitely. Okay, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite word? I really don't know. It's something difficult that you can think about. Um, Context-wise, do I don't want to interrupt if you've no, got you go. Like context-wise, I think it's when people like reject the thing that they've said at the start of the sentence. So it's like buts and howevers and altsos and all these different things. It's like I'm not racist, but or like <laughs> like it's it's like I'm going to have this like massive speech about equality, but I don't think women should be paid as much. It's like, it's always different things like this. Like I, it's, I think it's a contextual thing, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's a cushion before... Yeah, it is. It's a bit of a cushion. Yeah. In some situations, I think it's actually quite funny, though, because especially in, when you kind of bring it back to like acting in theatre and things like that, it that kind of delayed punchline that almost you can feel it coming. <laughs> I quite like the feeling of that, though, but like, it's difficult. I think context has a lot of things to do with it especially like in scotland especially like swear words are more a colloquial thing especially in glasgow like swearings like i think billy conley talks about this perfectly but it's it's part of the language and the way that you have to say something like it's 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 not meant in an offensive way it's meant in 
as punctuation or to embellish and things like that. But saying a swear word in a different context would be awful and you should never say it. And you're like, it's like, I think the C-bomb is always something. Not necessary. I know. I think some people deal with it quite a lot. You wouldn't say it to your grandma, but you might say it to your best mate. And it's just difficult. No, I think I, I don't like people being too crass if it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. So I have no issue correcting them. But in terms of like Lee's favourite word, probably like like a like slippery, but not about something that is slippery, like describing someone or something that isn't normally slippery as being slippery. Mm-hmm. You know, like using those kind of words. In the same way as say moist. Yeah. Moist not so much because I like cake. So <laughs> <laughs> cake. Moist doesn't bother me. But yeah, along those kind of lines, right. something that kind yeah. of describes something liquidy mm-hmm. attached to an object. Yeah. But right. that wouldn't usually be associated Fair enough. that okay. way. Creatively, spiritually, or emotionally, what turns you on? Uh, generosity. Definitely. Ooh. Somebody who is a likable person, or somebody who, even in, it's just understanding with the position that they're in and seeing, can I use my position that I'm in to help somebody else out? Mm. And that doesn't necessarily come from somebody from a higher position of power, helping out somebody a position of a lower power or status. It, it doesn't really matter. I think generosity is something that a lot in the Scottish industry it is really integral to it. I, f- I feel that it, mm. it, it's a lot of, it's definitely in there. It's, it, it seems to be at the heart of the Scottish industry, at least that people seem to be saying, like I mean, you, you were saying earlier on, like somebody dropped out of the mm. sex, drugs, and a cup of tea. Oh yeah. And you're like, oh great, I know somebody who can help me out. Like I, I've got roles because somebody said, oh fantastic, James would be good for this role, and they've said to the director, oh why don't you audition him? And I've done it for other people as well. And it's just obviously you, you can't force a six foot nine blonde haired guy into a role which is casting a four foot two brunette person, you know, girl, but. Be as generous as you can. Be as mm. loving as you can. I think yeah. that really, really boils down. So generosity is definitely something that is fantastic. And I love. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. Amen yeah. to that. Yeah, I would agree. And for me, integrity. Yeah. I find that uh, in mm-hmm. every like every sphere of life. I think if you can be someone who keeps your integrity as much as you can as being like a normal person. <laughs> um, yeah. In terms of working, in terms of transparency and how you work yeah. and what you stand for and how you won't compromise that, I think, for me. Cool. Uh, in the same type of fields, uh, what turns you off? Jealousy would be mine. Yeah. Uh, it's like an opposite because I think I'm really prone to it and it and it's something in me that I don't like and I just have to work on. And it's so, like, jealousy and comparison, I think, are the main two because they just steal a lot of your joy with, like, the people you're around or, like, people you could get on with but just because you're jealous or angry about it yeah i think that's my like lack of compassion and mm. uh, i think it feeds into what you're saying before as well about integrity that being understanding and being empathetic of somebody is different from allowing yourself to be abused by somebody mm-hmm. that if somebody is in the context of a, the acting industry if somebody shows up to rehearsal late day after day after day because they're just being a bit of a dick like that that doesn't feed into it but if somebody's being late day after day after day for a legitimate reason like it, it's for a legitimate mm-hmm. reason like and i think people who aren't compassionate or who don't understand that who don't make concessions and it's different like concessions need to be made on both a personal level and a professional level in this industry but you can't that you can't let that affect affect your integrity or your 
the way you want to treat somebody else. Mm. And it very much comes down to like, if I was put in their position, would I act really any different from their, their acting really? Like I probably wouldn't like you need to understand that, but people who just blazon through or who try to interrupt you, like almost like discount your ideas or I think it's something that a lot of people feel, you know, especially like somebody like like mansplaining or it's you know a, a, an example of it, I guess. But that that's something that I I hate a lot, especially when you're trying to make a good point and you're really really excited about something, and then somebody interrupts you to talk about a completely different subject, like we were saying before. Mm-hmm. Like it really really frustrates me. I'm just like, mate, like I, I was saying something really interesting actually. Why are you interrupting me? <laughs> so yeah, lack of compassion. Uh, remember, don't shout. Uh, Sorry. What is your, no? That's for what's coming. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Do you want to us to like whip out some Skyrim stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like again, it feeds into context. Yeah. To be honest, like in some elements, I think like like f bombs and c bombs and things like that can actually be used to good comedic effect in some sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Why not? Like a good, a good old sea bomb is not like in the right element. You can say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, my mum won't watch me. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, we want to make money. We want to be your friendly on the YouTube. We want to be friendly. Um, no, like generally, like Billy Conley said it correctly. Like if you call somebody a fucking weapon, they're a fucking weapon. Like it, there's there's no other way of explaining it. Absolute like, unit. Yeah, like absolute unit, things like that. Like but then again, like I also I also really like like Victorian swear words as well. Where like I like look them up because it's a fantastic, fun filled afternoon. Um but like bread sheath. Um you could, to be to be fair, you could make a fun game of is it a, is it a Victorian swear word or not? Yeah. That'd like, be a great game. That's a so like oh guinea fowl. Aye, like 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 uh, are you zamboozled like that zamboozled is actually a swear word in the Victorian way wow. um yeah i know um but yeah like i love those things but i don't know honestly i'm very sorry but pro- probably an f word in some some uh, some some context some context, some context <laughs> very pleasing to the ear mm, yeah um i don't know if i have a favorite i have a favorite like phrase that i probably use instead of swearing which is get in the bin Oh, lovely. Um, nice. Which I probably have to credit to my school friend, Bevan. We used to say it when we were in high school to people. Did you bin people a lot? Well, yeah, I feel like it probably was to do with Shop that. people in bins. <laughs> um, so yeah, get in the bin is probably my equivalent of a favourite swear word. That's a good phrase. I mean, you're welcome like to that. And if I you're like quite Scottish, it's like, get in the bin. Get in the bin, mate. You can, oh, and again, it's like bin. you're saying about different, the way you say it, it has different possibilities. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it could be if someone's been really successful and they're like, oh yeah, I've just like gotten my dream job and you're like, oh, get, get in the bin. Yeah, it's quite nice for that as well. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> what sound or noise do you dislike? Dislike? Or like first. Oh, like, okay, okay. Um, Wait, did we do, is there least favourite swear word? Did we do that? Least favourite, no, there is no. There is no. I thought there, I thought there, I thought there was a least favorite swear word Crap. question. There you go. There's a least favorite crap word. Like because Why? It, it, it's so useful. Yeah, it, I don't uh, know. it is, but it sounds like crab. Like uh, it's just no. Like sorry. least least favorite. Sorry. I'll, I'll I'll carry on. But to answer your question instead of crap, um, either something like wind blowing on a tent or like raindrops falling on a tent when you're camping. Like, I always really love oh. that smell. Like smell. There you go. <laughs> I always love that sound. 
yeah, um, good, yeah. it always makes you feel cozy even if you're cold like you're usually like in a sleeping bag or like it's such an emotive sound for me it's it's nice mine is an orchestra tuning up oh yeah um i don't know just like that idea mm. of like oh something's beginning or something's about to happen and yeah it makes me think of like being <laughs> in the theater when i was younger or like performing with orchestras and stuff so Oh, yeah. yeah. A good old middle C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but just, you know, when it, like, once they've done that, like, they've gone through the stages of going through their actual tuning, and then they just do their little bits, and there's lots of, like, little oh. drum noises and a few strings and a... There. Yeah, and you always get that flautist or the, the violinist who just wants to have just a wee solo to yeah, themselves. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, fantastic. I love that moment. Cool. <laughs> and dislike? That's really difficult, I guess. The sound of somebody clearing their throat when they've got a really bad cold, um, but like right in your ear, like it, like in, in in like public, people need to cough. Fair enough. Like you can't stifle like bodily functions, but like when you're like lying down or you're like you're sitting with a friend and they're just like hacking something up, and you're like, mate, <laughs> do you mind not like <laughs> gone in or <laughs> hacking something, hacking something up? Like, yeah. like I don't know. Like you can hear the phlegm like, yeah, like, in you, their like, throat. Like, I understand that you're going through a process of bodily function. <laughs> However, I do not need to hear every single Trust process. Mm. Trust the process, though. Yeah, exactly. Trust yeah. the process. Trust the process. Uh, <laughs> mine would be, um, you know, when glasses come out of a dishwasher and then you, like, put your hand on them and they make that, like, weird squeaky. Oh, yeah. Because they're, like, hot and dry. But, yeah. Also, uh, but also, yeah. That kind of dull, kind of... No. That was yeah. the that was the original version of Katy Perry's "Hot and Cold." Because <laughs> you're hot, hot and you're dry. Because <laughs> you're hot and you're, you're dry. You're stuck <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Like a cup in a dishwasher. <laughs> uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt, uh, or not, and not? Um, I would. L- well, weddings are a big thing in my life <laughs> and uh, I used to work as a waitress at them and would be really keen to be a bridal stylist at some point I just find it very interesting the whole kind of wedding industry so yeah that would be anything medical would be on my not list although if I could, if like I was born as a different person I would love to have been a midwife but I just that is not within my capabilities I would mm. just faint um, but yeah anything medical don't count me in for that I think as an actor, it really helps you that part of what I love about acting is that I can do every job, like mm. theoretically. <laughs> um, I mean, arguably something like like a CSI or a detective, something like that could be really, really interesting, I believe. But then obviously there is obviously a horrible element to it. But I think it, it would be really interesting. Surgeon as well. But I think like very much that, yeah, I know, like it's that if I, if I went into surgery, I'd have to be incredibly dedicated to it. Like, I'd have to be the very, very best I could possibly be. Um, I quite like that in an element that I think it's romanticized a lot in media, but ultimately you are helping somebody very, very directly. I quite like that. Mm. So, pro- probably surgeon or something along those lines would probably be a fairly interesting thing for me to do. Mm. And not. If judging by ACS standards, a cleaner or a dishwasher. Yeah, that's, that's true. Shade. That's true. Um, no, did, you, I, did you ever get around to cleaning the tomato soup, or is it still there? <laughs> no, I did. I did actually. Um, no, I bet that was no, me. No, I just, I just did like months and months and months of like fifteen to sixteen hour days doing all of that to pay for ACS. <laughs> so I think like I'd done, I, I'd probably done about a year's worth of dishwashing in the first month of me 
going to my first job. So maybe, maybe, maybe I was out of practice. I don't know. But yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's really difficult because I think you should try and do any job and any experience because it's always going to give you something to learn from. But it's like your life's work. Yeah, it is. Like your career-wise. Um, I'm trying to think then. It's something boring, honestly. Like data inputter or like yeah. administers. Like, granted, like they are such an integral part of any job. However, I have no enjoyment in it. And it's not, it's, it's a job. It's not a career. Mm. Like things like a surgeon or an actor or a doctor or a writer or things like that. There are careers, the things that you can love doing. But with, I, I don't understand somebody who can love being a secretary. Like or love being a, like a data inputter mm-hmm. for a big company. They usually want money and security in a family rather yeah. than. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 sacrificing enjoyment and job for security and job, and I completely understand and I respect a lot of people who do that, but it's just not something that I'd want to do. Did you give the one you don't want? Yeah, I don't want to do anything medical. Yeah, <laughs> please no. no I mean, I was medical. I was working an event and it was a, a knee surgeon conference that was in, so they had Lovely. like all these like. Um, like almost virtual reality things where you could like pretend to do the keyhole surgery. And we were doing this like lunch um, for these fancy surgeon guys and this guy was giving a presentation <laughs> and like some of the footage came up of like Knee's the surgery. surgery and my face was just like, <laughs> and the, these guys turned around and saw me and started laughing at me because I couldn't deal with this knee surgery. <laughs> but I just found, I found surgeons so weird because there was like hundreds of them in this big hall and we'd just given them lunch and they're sat eating their sandwiches watching surgery. And I'm just like, what is wrong with your brain? Yeah, that think, you can consume food and watch a body being changed. Yeah. Like, it's I think it's odd. because like their job is to stare at somebody's yeah. open wound for 17 hours straight without also, a break. It's also, they're, they're used to doing it. Yes, of yeah. course. And I get, like, I, I do understand that. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm so thankful people can do that, but it's definitely not going to be me. No. Yeah, I respect that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, if God exists, what would you like to hear her say when you arrived at the pearly gates? I don't know. I, it's difficult. Like, I'd like, honestly, I'd like there to be lots of, like, arts and music and creative things because like it's it's nice to think about that if you do believe in that type of thing which i very much do it's nice to think about the the, the other people or the other beings that would be there mm. and i think that's something that i've always kind of questioned is would it be just a human heaven or would it be a heaven with all beings of any different planet or anything like else out there because like yes we have like beethoven and, and prince and Robert Burns and all these different people who are like all you would suspect being there because they're such wonderful creative people. But then you've you've also got like Zalaxar 9X who's the alien who you've never ever heard of, but is also like an absolute brilliant guy. Like so like in terms of God, it'd be like what would you like a ticket to see next, probably? Like that's probably <laughs> the first thing I'd like to hear him say. Be like, all right what do you want to come see you know we've got loads of things happening it's a wonderful <laughs> thing it's, it's a happy that. place i guess uh good question uh, i do believe in god i'm a christian and yeah. uh i'm off to church after this actually so it's something i think about a lot but i don't think i really mind whatever god says whenever that day comes um but there was this one talk i was at once and the person said that it'll be when you get to heaven you'll say oh with an air of, now I understand. And I feel like I would mm-hmm. be very happy if that's what happened. Yeah. Mm. I think that's what a lot of people feel. And because like, you get these students who are like, again, surgeons, who try yeah. to basically like 
medically die and then medically then bring themselves back to life again to see if they they oh, saw anything right. or felt anything. Yeah, okay. Like, but that that kind of I don't know if it's selfish, but that kind of realization of like actually understanding mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. is the pursuit of most human beings. Yeah, and but like, I don't think that's a th- uh, thing for like now. I think that's yeah, time so, for, yeah, yeah, exactly. I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, good hey. quote about heaven here. If there are no dogs in heaven, then I want when I die, I want to go where they went. Will Rogers. Aww. So if God says there's no dogs here, I'm like, oh well, see you later, man. I'm off. Cheers, pal. Bye. <laughs> if you were reincarnated as some other plant of or animal, what would it be? Griffin. Ten points. So you want to be? You <laughs> that want was to so be? Fast. You want to be? You want to be in awesome. ancient Egypt? Ancient Egypt? Ancient Greece? Then. Aye. Yeah, fair enough. Griffin, hippogriff. I feel like I, can, I just I can't pick because I like having a consciousness of my being. So the thought of being anything that wasn't really aware of what it really was, or like having conscious thought, I would be a bit. You I mean, don't want to be like a kafta story, basically. No, yeah. <laughs> Beetle with a yeah. human brain. Metamorphosis. I think something that'd be quite interesting is if if you believe in reincarnation and you could carry on being reincarnated to different things i'd like to try and be reincarnated as the biggest being that has consciousness itself mm. and understands what's going on and then the smallest being that has constant and seeing how that differs in some ways because i'd actually be quite interested if i could retain the memories from the different <laughs> lifetimes i think that'd be fantastic okay. I, I honestly thought you meant like size wise I was like, oh, no, no, no. he wants to be the biggest no, thing no, in the world. I do. The I do. Thing in the world. No, no, I do. No, I, say, like, I, say, oh, I, want, I want to be okay. like a like a billion foot tall random. I want to come back as that, that giant cow in Australia, the absolute unit. <laughs> I, the six I, foot I, tall yeah. cow. I, that one. Like, but then lots of like the tiny little bacteria that, you know. Blue whale. Aye. Um, yeah. If you had the opportunity to go and view any culture from the past, like if you were completely invisible with a babel fish and walked around amongst the Romans or cave people or Native Americans before the Europeans came, who would you choose? Something that people don't maybe know know all that much about, like so, like the Mayans or mm. the um, the tribes like in Africa who like still don't really believe white people exist like all these different mm. things like but back like when they first were kind of coming out the origins i think that'd be fascinating is it is it africa or asia that, not asia uh, africa or south america there are places on the map that aren't even we haven't been yet i think it is africa there are places in africa Definitely. that we haven't been yet yeah like on the ocean floor as well i mean if, if i can if i can breathe underwater then uh, i would like to go down to prehistoric Wow. I'm able to see pre, like pre-historic, yeah, like the Minoan Empire yeah. from Greece that sank, yeah, yeah, and all these different things. But then also like other animals, so like uh, seeing like prehistoric fishes and beings and sea mammals and all these different things. I think it'd be really interesting because I think knowledge is very much power, but then it's also really interesting. Like I love learning about random facts and random things and having random bad pub <laughs> quiz knowledge is always fantastic um but yet to answer probably one of the tribes in africa who even to this day we really don't know all that much about because i'd be really really fascinated to see what their life's actually like and what's kind of going on there yeah it's quite cool i just i don't think i want to go too far back i think i'd like to know something about kind of in the last 200 years uh-huh. to kind of know more about how we're in the position we're in yeah okay. uh, and like is it really that different or have we all been making the same mistakes in a loop or I don't know. It just, mm. I think it'd be interesting to see like patterns of life from not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not really, cause you, you know, when you're in school, you like think about the Egyptians or, you know, like all this. Yeah. I think 
you're right. It, it, we, a lot of history seems to cast our mind back to either too long ago or too near. Mm-hmm, As you mm-hmm. either focus on like the world wars mm-hmm. or you focus on the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's there seems to be like a bit of a gap in between. And just like how fast our like world has changed in like kind of recent history yeah. in terms of like plumbing and like yeah. the industrialization and like uh-huh. I don't know, I find technology. Technology, yeah. So that Can you go forwards in time? Because <laughs> that'd be quite useful. We haven't even thought about that. That's that's a new question. Yeah. Um with, <laughs> with which theatre company would you really like to work? Oh god. Uh, Payne's Plow. Oh god, yes. Yeah, I uh, yeah. love them, but I, I'm so sad because they're just, I mean, I love what they do, but they work a lot with um, like Northern English and Welsh companies, which I think yeah. is great. But I would love them. Please come to Scotland and uh, work with us. I think they're great. I love their stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. damn. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can take that Definitely. too. Yeah, I know, like Payne's Plow is fantastic to work with. Um, oh, or, or Emma Rice. If wise children... If you need someone to lick your envelopes and put stamps on them, <laughs> give this girl a call because I love her. Too. Nice, definitely. <laughs> I like. I mean, creative people is what the industry thrives on. I think mm. you need to find somebody you can work with properly. I think mm-hmm. it's what you did well, which is nice that you actually worked with. Like, who can we work with? Can we actually do our job that we want to do properly and in a way where we actually like working mm-hmm. in that environment? Mm-hmm. And anybody who's going to be able to provide that, in a company. It's perfect to work with. I think Payne's Power definitely do that a lot, as far as, far as I can, I've been aware. Because um, I was quite lucky. I did a lot of different theatre and musical theatre and stuff when I was younger. Like, I, it was like seeing that from like a child's point of view and then understanding maybe now what the adults were thinking in that same situation. I think it was quite mm-hmm. interesting to look back on. Okay, uh, two bonus questions from Adam and Anouk now. Anouk, you got one? Oh, me? <laughs> um, I forgot about... That I existed. Um, <laughs> Do we really exist? <laughs> All right, dear cart. <laughs> what came I first, the horse or the cart? <laughs> yeah. um, oh, goodness. Um, I don't know. Adam, go first. No, you go first. Oh, oh no. Dun, 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 I always go first. You go first, I can't think, though. Um, I, well, I know that, Mari, you do some like producing and directing, but mm-hmm. is there any other part of the acting world that you'd really like to kind of pursue more than than being in front of the camera or audience um yeah so i do direct and stuff which i'm very passionate about but actually i'm trying really hard to learn more about the technical side of theater at the moment um just from kind of like a personal standpoint of wanting to not piss people off (laughs) and i've been in a lot of rehearsal and production rooms where the director or whoever is kind of taking hold of a technical rehearsal doesn't know how to communicate Uh properly or like just i mean not even on a personal level but just like not really know what they're talking about (laughs) and and also i just find it really uh interesting like i've ended up doing a lot of tech because i can pick bits of it up quite easily and i've been trying to learn more and like pick technical workshops more so yeah the technical side of things particularly like lights and sound mm-hmm. would be me like i have a two-part thing like, directing definitely and then also producing because i would like to be able to understand producing a little bit more to understand mm. really the process behind mm different levels of producing so producing something at like an, a regional then a national then an international and then like a mm. like a proper proper worldwide stage i think th- th- i think there'd be very very different processes um i mean directing is definitely something i want to get into more um because i feel like 
I feel that my directing style will be quite open. I feel that I always work really well with directors who are a bit like that. They're like, they have a very clear idea in their head of exactly what they want to do, mm-hmm. but they actually explain what's happening. I love about people actually trusting you and giving you the respect to say, this is why we're doing it. And granted, sometimes you don't always have time to justify every single thing that you're doing as a director, or as an actor, or as a technician yeah. or anything like that. But mm-hmm. directing is something that I definitely like to get into more as well as acting as well as producing um because i think there's a lot of like, i can make a difference to other people like i can say like i'm going to be a really good director in this piece because so, i'm going to make all of my actors and the people i'm working with feel really confident about what they're doing and like they actually know what the hell's going on and that they really love the piece that they're working with um so yeah directing is definitely something cool that'll be it um tell mm-hmm. me a joke oh god <laughs> <laughs> you always put me in the spot. <laughs> I've never done that before, but I quite like that. I might end every question by going, uh, tell us a joke. Tell us a joke. <laughs> um, any, no any joke? Yeah. Oh, God. This, the, I, 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 can lo- I know loads of really bad ones. Not just a bad one works, a pun one works. Okay. It's anything. Right, okay. Um, I'm quite good at, like, in the moment puns. <laughs> okay. Um, there's, there's a classic of what is spherical, green, but invisible. I don't know. This cabbage. Hi. Oh, man. <laughs> there you go. Do you like that? Yeah. Uh, that's that's one, one of the OG jokes. I mean, that joke works really well for an audio podcast. It's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, um, Mari, you got one. I really don't think I can improve on that. Come on, any joke. <laughs> I really am not. You're a funny joke person at all. <laughs> Thank you. If I think one, I'll call it in. I'd be like 2am hey Adam I thought it was a joke Um, I'm trying to think I'm more of a sarcastic person which I think means I'm not that intelligent but (laughs) it's fine I I own it I like being sarcastic but um, I wouldn't quite say I'm haha funny it's blogging time France Scotland England Scotland Scotland Go, go, podcast rangers. Mighty plug-in podcast rangers. Go, go, podcast rangers. Mighty plug-in podcast rangers. So, Mary and James, um, do you have anything to plug a, a short film or a full length you're in right now? Something at the fringe in a few months, anything? Um, I'm in a couple of different movies doing lots of tours around different film festivals at the moment which is really good fun um like i've been quite successful with one of my films called ineffable um in america and it seems to be doing a lot of different ones like all around utah and los angeles and washington um so if you do see anything advertised on facebook or film freeway or anything about ineffable then please give it a like and give it a watch um i've got actually got one that's getting shown at Pinewood Studios. That's um, getting shown Ooh. at Pinewood, which is really fantastic. Yes. Um, but like people need to like go in and watch it and vote on it. So if you want to help me out, it's free to do. You can just go on and say, yeah, that's fantastic. Like, <laughs> then please do. It's lovely. <laughs> well done. Great. Uh, yeah, so lockdown will hopefully be on at the fringe. Still yeah. TBC on where we are, but keep an eye out. And 
I'm working on some other projects which are a bit secret, but keep an eye on May June time for my name being on Facebook and stuff. Cool. Uh, and Short Attention Span Theatre, they're based in Glasgow and Edinburgh. They do new writing pieces with new writers who are trying to get plays together. So it's usually like six 15 minute shows. They're doing some David Bowie stuff this month and um, mm -hmm. some stuff for the comedy festival. So keep an eye for them. They're really great. And it's like five pound a ticket. And uh, Who Done It events are a murder mystery company who yeah. are doing things like Murder on the Titanic around Valentine's Day and Don't Kill the Bride this summer. So there you go. Sweet. Awesome. Do uh, you have social media to share with the world? Yeah, my. Where, where can people see you? Uh, Instagram is at Mary underscore Davidson. Mary spelt M A I R I. Uh, and the same on Twitter. Cool. Um, I'm really, really simple in the sense I am James underscore Kane underscore on Twitter. Um, capitalized J and capitalized K. Uh, I'm James Kane on Facebook. Um, like, if you ever see me on <laughs> different, like, gaming consoles and things like that, I'm Joker12JK. And you'd be surprised. <laughs> like, this is fantastic. Okay, like, I, like, I don't want to take up too much time. 1v1, one 1v1 one, one <laughs> on Rust. But seriously, like, it is so fun. Like, the amount of random stuff that you hear on these, oh, like, dear. talking to random people around the world. So... <laughs> Hit me up. I'm, on, I'm Joker12, JK on Snapchat as well. So slide into my DMs at two in the morning going, oh, you still up, babe. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Love it. You've just opened And on that, on that lovely, lovely note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to say goodbye now. So we were Adam. Anouk. Mary. James. And Jan. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Just Plain Standard podcast. If you like what you heard, you can leave us a review via iTunes. If you want to keep up to date with what we're doing, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Good Bad Standard Podcast on both platforms. If you fancy seeing the live streams that we talk about on the podcast, they can be found on YouTube.com. You search for Milk in a Wine Glass. There are other bits and bobs on there too, just to see what Jan's up to during the week. And if you really like us, like really, really like us, why don't you head on over to Patreon.com slash Good Bad Standard Podcast and have a look if you want to support us. Any small donation is appreciated.